Ooh, I need to like scoot forward because this is hurting my lower back again. I think that's good. Welcome back to Ergonomics Corner with uh, True Crime Trine. <laughs> we are a podcast of people that sit down too much. Yes, yes we are. Yeah. We also like to get together when the planets align. Eh, you know, when they don't, whatever. <laughs> we just like to get together. Talk about true crime, astrology, and the other word bullshit we can fit into this podcast. We are your hosts, Hannah, Sarah, and Meredith. Welcome to a very special episode 99, <gasps> which is very special because it's before a very special episode 100. Ooh! Yay! I thought 99 was special because it's two odd numbers. I hate it. And they're the same. Blah. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah hates it. She's what like, do you do my, like, my, little, my little cat mouth? <laughs> 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 what Morris does all day long. <laughs> the, like the cat movie or gif or whatever when like they present it with something and it's like oh it sniff, smells sniff sniff, sniff. <laughs> like five <laughs> seconds later. I love that the delayed reaction gag. That's <laughs> oh, so good. <laughs> Alrighty, so we're trying to get back on track a little bit. It's been a weird time. Mercury is in retrograde. Why am I dissertating right now? I'm going to throw that out there. So that might actually explain why Donut canceled the editing of the recording last week. And we're just all Sarah hasn't finished her writing yet. Actually, I'm doing fine. (laughs) Hannah is thriving. The rest of us are like... Well, if you listen to Plans Are Optional this week, I'm not thriving per se but i'm doing better than i was i haven't listened to the plans yet anywho i have no news but business i went back through analytics because we haven't recorded in a while or checked analytics in a while and i'm proud to say that we are at 42 countries which i think is one more i think we got thailand i love thai food and kirk has been to thailand and he loved his experience there Everybody that I've talked to that's been to Thailand has said the same thing. It's a, a really amazing place to go. I would love to go someday. And then we are at 42 states. We got one more state fucking Oh, God. Wait, 42 countries and 42 states. What, is those, what are those motherfuckers that aren't listening to us? Yeah, really. Alaska. Alaska. Uh-huh. We've, I've done an Alaska one. The Alaska Bermuda Triangle, right? Yeah. We've done a couple, I think, like, or mentioned Alaska, but so no Alaska, no Delaware. It's <laughs> like a state I always forget about it's anyway. It's a state. <laughs> I don't even want them. <laughs> I'm sorry, Delaware. You're moving to the East Coast. You better be nice to Delaware. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I'm terrible at geography. I'm going to stay in California and just be annoying. Where there's only three states on the coastline to worry about. It's so easy. <laughs> And then we're also missing Montana and Nebraska, New Hampshire. <gasps> that means Montana. New Hampshire. Jake doesn't you know listen. I've been to New Hampshire twice, mm-hmm. both for GRC conferences. Okay. Oh. And I gotta say, there's a lot of Trump flags, so I'm not too worried about not getting them. Also, it's really hard to buy alcohol in New Hampshire. Is it? There's like three places in the entire state you can buy liquor. It's another very small state. <laughs> Stupid. They, they have like the liquor laws where they, yeah, they don't let it be sold in stores. You have to go to like the state owned and run That's liquor That's what Washington stores. used to have. It used to be that way, but now you can buy that shit anywhere. Yeah. 
God. Because, yeah, really, what are you policing? Right. And then also Vermont, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Okay, all states Vermont. I might have forgotten existed, to be honest. We've got some good ones, but I will get back on the party train of trying to find cases when I can. We need to do like a creepy Yellowstone something or other. Ooh, the volcano underneath that's going to kill us all? Well, maybe not that. That's really scary. But more like five Bears? <laughs> Can bears be criminals? People that jump in the hot springs and all their skin sloughs off. Yep. No, I got it. It's oh, okay. stupid fucking tourists that get impaled yeah. by the buffalo. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Slash jump in the hot springs. Yes. Slash, yes. like, just stupid tourists. Yeah. yeah. I guess I want a story about crime. Okay. I can, I can deliver that. <laughs> I can deliver that. Sorry. Okay. Okay. I'm going to tell a story. Okay. We can do this. We can. So on August 28th, 2016, in Queens County, New York, a woman named Victoria Nasarova visited her friend, who is a fellow Russian-speaking woman named Olga Sivik. Ooh, good Olga. And she brought some cheesecake with her to share. Oh, so sweet. It's poison, I'm not sure, but I would totally oh, eat the shit out of that. I would have died. You I could kill me for cheesecake very easily. <laughs> Honestly, for me, like, cheesecake is kind of a hard eat because it's so dense and, like, rich that I can only ever get through, like, a third of the cheesecake before I'm like, I don't want any more. I, once again, trash. I'll eat a whole <laughs> fucking thing. I'll eat a whole cheesecake. Oh, my God. I would be so sick. No, I'd be sick, too. But you should like cheesecake because most of it's not gluten. You can make it without the crust. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or with a gluten-free crust. Gluten-free Which grams. I've had either Carrie or Scott made me one for my birthday either last year or this year, but it was it was good. But I'm just like, I'm not much of a cheesecake person because it's just so It's like one of my heavy. top-tier desserts. If I did do creme brulee for birthday, it'd be cheesecake. Yeah, creme brulee for birthday for sure. But also, I really like, I don't know, just like a light, fluffy, like angel food cake even. I don't even think I can have that anymore because the gluten too, but with like fresh fruit and whipped cream. Fuck, that sounds so good. I like all of that. We're in New York, two Russian women are acquaintances slash friends, and one of them brings the other some cheesecake to share in late August. Okay. The two women also happen to share a little bit more in common than just being Russian and speaking Boyfriends. Russian. No. Wow. They both had dark hair and a similar skin tone and were of a similar age. So Olga was 35 and Nasirova was 40, okay. around 40. I'm going to call Victoria Nasirova just Nasirova because calling criminals by their first names when you don't have to, I don't want to be familiar with her. I just like to do whatever's easiest for me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nasirova is easy to pronounce Olga Civic. 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 T-S-V-Y-K. And I heard it pronounced earlier and it sounded like Civic, so I was like, like a car? Honda Civic. <laughs> Olga Civic. Ol- I don't, yeah, Olga, I'm just going to call her Olga. She's, she's fine. Okay. I would have gone Tori. <laughs> Tori and Olga having cheesecake. Toyota and Honda having cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And here we are. Okay. So they're sharing cheesecake. After they eat the dessert, Olga starts to feel kind of woozy, a little ill and lightheaded, and she went to go lie down. She very quickly started feeling like she was going to fall asleep, and her last memory before losing consciousness was seeing that Nasirova was walking around in her room, hmm. but, like, she was too tired to get up and do anything about it. Ooh, creepy. Right? Like, ooh. Oh, so. Hey, bish. Hey, bish. <laughs> 
The next day, one of Olga's friends found her lying unconscious in bed with pills scattered all around her body as if she'd tried to kill oh. herself. Oh, my goodness. Olga says, and, I remember that. Yeah. So she gets, like, rushed to the hospital. <gasps> and it, after she's she's okay, she returns home from the hospital, having undergone, like, the detox situation. Mm-hmm. And when she gets home, she realizes that all of her documentation <gasps> showing that she <gasps> is a legal resident. Oh, my God is gone so her passport her employment authorization card (gasps) and a gold ring as well as some other valuables are just outright missing oh no obviously the cheesecake (laughs) don't trust the cheesecake (laughs) fuck it cheesecake oh yeah so law enforcement basically looks into this and they're saying that the they looked at the the containers that the cheesecake was brought in and they found that there was residue of phenazepam which is a highly potent sedative yeah knocked her the fuck out yeah uh, and so they're like, well, obviously, Nasirova tried to poison her friend. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of, they look into this and they're like, well, that's terrible. But they basically hunted her down and found that essentially, like that Wednesday on the eve of National Look-Alike Day, a judge sentenced oh my God. her to, to 21 years in prison. So she had basically said, huh, you look like me. I'm going to steal your identity by killing you and then taking over your life. Oh, my God. You really misread the point of lookalike, Jay. So Nasirova is described as a ruthless and calculating con artist. Bitch. Who tried to murder her way to personal profit and gain. But thankfully, Olga survived the attack on her life and they were able to deliver justice for her. And the 21 years that Nasirova was sentenced to wasn't like just on this one thing it turns out that there was a lot more background to her as well oh no so this wasn't the first time that nasirova had shown any malicious malicious intent in 2015 interpol actually had issued interpol. a red notice well she's russian for her arrest over the potential murder of a woman in russia a year prior so this required a little bit more digging because i was like my mom actually sent me this article okay i love that your mom sent you this yeah at the very bottom of this whole thing, there was like a little, this wasn't the first time that she'd done something. Blah, blah. I was like, wait, what? Dot, dot, dot. So, so there's actually a 48 hours episode that covered the investigation of this Victoria Nasty Rova person. Nasty Rova. Oh. Nasty Rover. So, yeah, go figure what her, uh, what her sign is. Capricorn? No. Okay. That's what happened to me. Oh, okay. She's assuming Libra. an identity. Is she a Gemini? No. That's... I was going mostly for the rover thing that she's, oh, she's traveling. Yeah. She's Sagittarius. Stereotypical sag. Okay. So this 48 hours episode, I actually watched it slash listened to it. Mm-hmm. But it covered the investigation of the murder of Nadia Ford's mother. So this woman named Ala Alexenko. Okay. So Ala Alexenko lived in Russia in a town called... Oh, shit. Where'd it go? I lost it. That's a great name. Sorry. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I want to live there. Russia, man. Ah, what the fuck? Sorry. It's just totally gone. Okay. I'll find it eventually when I'm reading. She lived in Russia in this Definitely city in Russia. near the Black Sea. I think it started with a K. <laughs> I can't remember it and I can't find it in my text because I'm not sober. Not okay. 100% here. Oh, here it is. Krasnodar. 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 Okay, so Ala Alexenko lives in Krasnodar. She has two children. She's working multiple jobs to like make ends meet and provide the best life possible for her kids. Oh man. Her daughter, Nadia, ends up moving to the United States in 2007 to go to school, like to go to university. Okay. Then she got married and then subsequently divorced. And so by 2014, she's like- Nadia, I get you. 
she's like, all right, seven years since I've been home, I need to go see my mom. So she's been planning this trip to go back to visit her mother in Krasnodar in Russia. And as she's talking with her mom, she's been hearing more and more about her mom, Allah's new friend named Victoria Nasirova. And this friend was in her 30s. She's glamorous. She's, you know, beautiful and has, you know, this really resplendent personality that just like draws attention resplendent i don't know what fucking words i'm using man um (laughs) it's great it's a good one splenda no splenda yeah fake sugar sugar. it is fake sugar she's got this big personality she's she's glamorous she is very about her looks but she's also very friendly and maybe overly friendly and kind of a just an odd choice for this (laughs) middle-aged hard-working mother to befriend like why is she suddenly in your circle yeah Yeah. so she was actually the next door neighbor in this apartment complex and like literally their doors were kitty corner to each other in like this dead-end hallway neighbor story that just happened to me today sure i got caught by my neighbor talking to my yard oh no and i was saying what the fuck are you doing and i got caught saying that to a bunch of weeds (laughs) (laughs) i sprayed that patch of land there should not be any greenery in it oh man anyway (laughs) neighbors man weird All right. They live kitty corner to each other in the same apartment complex. It's kind of weird that Asarova has befriended her middle-aged mother, but she's like, eh. But Ala is very trusting and kind and just kind of like it's not the kind happy of to be friends with anyone. person to be in this world, man. Yeah. So as Nadia is planning this trip home to visit her mother, she finds out that her mother was going to send with Victoria, who had been planning, Nasirova, who had been planning this trip to the United States, she's going to send with her a fur coat and some money for her daughter. And like, apparently in Russia, having a fur coat is like a big deal. Thus, the sign of like, you've made it kind of thing. Right, I can move to Russia. But Nasirova keeps pushing off her vacation date more and more and still has possession of apparently the coat and money, but hasn't delivered on her promise to give them to her daughter. So Allah's kind of like, hey, man, not hey, man, but, you know, like basically, hey, man, man, (laughs) give it back if you're not going to do it. Yeah. So as Nadia is figuring out, like, well, I'm just going to visit soon anyway. So if you get them back, like I can just get them then and... Then on October 5th, 2014, she drops off. So she can't, Nadia can't get get a hold of her mother at all. She's not answering any of her phone calls or texts. And she like starts kind of freaking out. And she calls and calls and calls that day. And so signs are pointing to this new weird friend. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Got it. Obviously. So Nadia frantically flew home and confronted Victoria who she kind of freaked out. Apparently, like, she put her in this bear hug. But, like, when she, like, you know, confronted her, she kind of hugged her, but then, like, didn't let go and just started squeezing a little tighter and tighter. Which apparently is, like, an intimidation tactic of, like, I'm going to choke you out unless you tell me where my fucking mother is. Wow! Yeah. And then Nasirova freaks out and she's like, she's alive! She's like, like, don't worry about it. She's okay. What a weird day. Right? Like, what? why would you say that if nothing had even happened. So then Victoria shoves her away and runs home, but she didn't know that Nadia had already called the police who were waiting for Victoria Nasirova in her apartment. Oh. So she gets there, she gets interrogated, but of course they find nothing and they end up releasing her. Okay. So then Nadia gets home to her mother's apartment who lives right next door and finds that her home has been completely ransacked of all of the valuables. Her mother is nowhere there and everything is spotless. Like there's not even a fingerprint on the stainless steel fridge handle. 
Wow. Like everything's been and totally wiped down and sanitized. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> what are your secrets to cleaning stainless oh, steel? <laughs> can you come work for me? <laughs> Inquiring minds want to know. But yeah, all of her mother's valuables, life savings, fur coat, jewelry, also $50,000 in a hidden stash, which like she kept on hand, I guess, instead of in a bank. Maybe that's what you don't trust banks Maybe over there. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So, but like the place was spotless. So it's like, that's really sketchy. My mouth's not clean. <laughs> but just like for it to be spotless, like immaculately oh, yeah. clean, everything put away, but nothing of value is left in any of the drawers where they're supposed to be. Yeah, no, that's us. Yeah. So Nadia then goes and works with detectives to figure out that Nasirova had actually rented a car that same day on October 5th that her mother basically went missing. And they look into camera footage surrounding the apartment complex and the surrounding areas and found a camera that showed the license plate and a kind of a blurry snapshot, basically, of this rental car that Nasirova had rented. Mm-hmm. So they have documentation showing that Nasirova's name is on the rental with the plates of that car that show up in the, like, so it's very, like, clear and cut. Like, she's in the car driving away from the apartment complex that she also lives in, but with someone in the passenger seat Ah. that very clearly looks like Nadia's mother, Allah. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Nasirova again is brought in for questioning, and this time she's hooked up to a lie detector. Oh, really? Uh-huh. And so they ask her. They're like, well, where were you on this date? And she was like, oh, I was home. Obviously a lie, because she had rented a car. Mm-hmm. We got, like, evidence of that. Yes, yes. Yep. And they're like, so you didn't drive anywhere? Nope. And you didn't drive anywhere with anyone? Nope. So, it's like, they obviously know those are lies. Yeah. yeah. Because they have the evidence, but they still need to process the rest of it. They asked about, like, do you know where Allah is? Do you know where her body is? Like, trying to just, like, go down the line of, like, all the questioning stuff. But they don't process those results real time. They have to take, like, you know, certain number of hours or days to go over it properly. And so they release her while they're processing these results. But, of course, Nasarova doesn't stick around to find out no. that they knew that she was lying. She was like, and I'm gone. Bitch gotta go. <laughs> yeah. So she had been charged with murder and then immediately disappeared. Sus! So then in April, that was October, now it's April, there were charred remains identified (gasps) in... No, no, no. I mean... Three hours away from the town that they were living in that were identified as Ala. And unfortunately, they had Nadia, who had taken time off work, basically. Like, I need to find out what happened to my mother. So she'd been in Russia this whole time. Jesus. Well, yeah. And how do you identify remains? Like, they brought her in. She's like, what am I supposed to do with these? Yeah. No, they, like, wanted her to look at the bones. Oh, yeah. I know what my mom's bones look like. But she looked at the skull and the teeth in the skull, and she immediately knew. the teeth. Yeah. So she identified the remains as her mother. They verified that with whatever other tools that they had at the time. 2016? 2017 at this point. No. 2015. Sorry. I mean, they should have DNA. Yeah. But anyway, so the, but the the remains were found more than three hours away from the town that they were living in, but it's actually just over the hill from Nasirova's hometown. Oh, so it's like another tie to this bitch, right? Mm, yeah, this fucking bitch. What is the on the lamb? I don't even know what that means. When you're running on the run, right? But like you're on the but like why is it called on the lamb? Anyway, Nasirova is on the lamb, but she's not the fartest. The fartest smoogative. She is the fartest. <laughs> Fugitive of the bunch. <laughs> She's not the smartest fugitive. <laughs> Nasirova had actually kept her Facebook. Oh. And had been posting selfies. Posting selfies? She's been, she's been posting selfies all over her Facebook while she's been traveling. Oh, great. Good idea. And 
In a lot of these, she's wearing reflective mirrored sunglasses to accompany her duck face. You can see shit in the sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Oh, God damn it. I am slow today. There's a street sign of where you are. You stupid I get bitch. it now. I get it now. You're on stupid bitch avenue. <laughs> so the, the lead investigator, investigator Investor in group. this... I didn't promise to be articulate tonight after you, my three You definitely beers, didn't. Okay. So nope. Herman Weissman, the lead investigator, tracked her down based on all the little clues hidden in her reflections. Very hidden. So hidden. But I mean, like, real investigative work, though. Like, he had details as simple as, like, there was a headrest in the background of oh. one of her images that had was, like, black leather with kind of, like, a light gray or white stitching. And he went to this train station, like, a major oh, train station like in New a- York. Where, like, they knew that there would be thousands of cars for him to kind of peek into and see, like, okay, this is a place where there's going to be a massive diversity of cars. Yeah. And he looked at all of them until he found a car that had a similar headrest with similar white stitching. Okay. Okay. And it happened to be a Chrysler 300. And he was like, bam, it's this kind of car. Okay. Right? Like, real investigative, like, took... That took a lot of hard work to like look into all the cars and look at the headrest and say, oh, it has the same curvature and stitching pattern and all yeah. that, right? Yeah, that's cool. And a lot of her selfies, she was kind of in a similar area where there's like this brick building and there's in one of them a reversed image of these two manhole covers in the street with like the boundary of a building and a light post. Mm-hmm. And like the positioning of all that made sense with the location of this apartment complex that also had a registered Chrysler 300. Oh, all right. In all the right. area, like they, they like identified the the car, not just like the model, but like this the is car. It, okay. So they're yeah. it's like building blocks. All these little yep. things are equaling into something a little bit bigger, and then you add. Yeah, good job, yeah. dude. Right, like Herman. Yeah, doing Herman doing work. the man. Herman the man. Her man. (laughs) (laughs) So Nasirova, actually, they located her to be in Brooklyn. Oh. Right. And Nadia lived in Queens. Okay. Okay. So apparently to fund her lifestyle while she's been living in the States, Nasirova had become an escort, specifically a dominatrix. Oh, Jesus. Oh. But it apparently didn't often get that far because she would drug and rob the men that she went on dates with. Honestly, that's the most dominating thing you can do. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to tie you up, and then I'm going to force feed you this, and you're going to go night-night, and you're going to wake up and be broke. I mean, I think I could be that kind of dominatrix, and I can go home. (laughs) (laughs) Night-night. Night-night. Yeah. You you had a great time. You just fell asleep. You probably had some really wild dreams, maybe. (laughs) So apparently she would provide them this home-cooked meal with a little something extra. GHB. I mean, there's a few things that they kind of go into specifics of, but it's it's varies widely from what they apparently tested for okay but so they actually interviewed several of these victims and they identified who the escort was or the date was that they had seen and they are all pointing to nasirova okay and so definitely an escort not a date mm-hmm. so the investigators were hot on her trail and that's when she decided to poison her friend oh. olga to try and steal her identity when Olga didn't die, that was like another nail in the coffin of yeah. like, okay, we're going to we arrest you, put an end to all of this. She was sentenced to 21 years, after which she said, fuck you, to the judge. <laughs> Classy as ever. Yeah, yeah. She's dominating that judge, too. Actually, I respect her in that one area. If I was getting sentenced to 21 lives, I would also say, fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. What else would I do there? Thank you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess. Uh, yeah. Okay. So... 
that's that. She's got her 21 years. In theory, eventually Russia is going to want to extradite and have her stand trial there too. I don't know where her where she will be in custody. Which prison is worse? That's where she should be. Russia. Siberia. I mean, American <laughs> prison is fucking terrible. Russia. Yes. Gulag level. So like where the hometown is, is more like South Russia, where it's like pretty and scenic and like it's like bordering on the Black Sea. We could still send her to Siberia. We could. Yeah. Together. Yeah, <laughs> as a group. Okay. Yeah, we'll send her there. Let's break her out of prison. <laughs> Transfer her to Siberia and leave her ass there. And force feed her just enough finazepam to keep her. Uh, I can't even get to Vegas. So good luck. Oh. <laughs> we'll keep her tied up. I'm not going to be helpful in this plan. I can't catch a fucking plane. Oh, man. Uh, okay. So that was story one. Oh. Is this a cheesecake theme? No. Okay. Oh, man. That would be cool. No, I don't want cheesecake room. <laughs> this is episode number 99. And I was like, oh, doppelgangers. Because nine's oh. nice. And they look like each other. And they're twinsies. Okay. So I, I see what you did that. there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. My next story. Late summer. Last August. August 2022. Ooh, so new. Oh. If you're ever listening to this from the future, where it's not 2023. It's not last summer, but we're timeless. 20, 2022 is last summer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, if you're yeah. not, if you're listening to this in the future. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 totally. Okay. So August 2022, a 23-year-old German Iraqi woman from Munich, so in Germany, where they actually are really, really stringent on their privacy laws regarding criminal cases so it's kind of difficult to dig things up on this apparently so all i have are first names and a last initial oh so oh. i can't actually call this criminal by her last name i have to call we can her make by her something first name. up yeah sharaban k what? sharaban sharaban s-h-a-r-a-b-a-n and the last initial k sharaban we can't make something up. sharaban all i can think about is uh. sharaban bitch but that's not a thing <laughs> so sharaban had been going through some rough family situations. She was recently divorced and things were not going well for her. And so she hunted online for a lookalike, not to live vicariously through or to escape reality through her phone screen, but for more sinister purposes, of course. She found also 23-year-old Algerian beauty blogger and influencer named Khadija O. And she reached out to her online. So these two look very similar and... She had reached out to her and basically had said, hey, I have these free beauty products that I'm looking for someone to do like a trade for clout kind of thing. Like I, I'll give you them for free if you review them on your influencer profile mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh-huh. So she's going to pick them up or something? So, yeah, so Khadija agrees and she wants to do the whole trade. And so the young woman agreed to arrange this meeting. And so Sharaban had actually said that her studio where she can give her the stuff is in the next town over. And so she says, I'll pick you up from your apartment and then I'll drive you there and you can give the review or whatever. We can even record it. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever, right? So, like, that whole part's going to be figured out for you. Great. So she and her male friend who I actually, oh, Shakir K, another last name K, pick Khadija up from her apartment. But then in the forest between these two towns, they stop off and somehow get her to get out of the car and stab her. And so Khadija was stabbed more than 50 times. Oh my God. And her face was also disfigured in this process. What were they trying to get here? Next, Sharaban left Khadija's body in her car, in her car. So Sharaban had told her family that she was going to be meeting with her (gasps) ex-husband 
in Ingolstadt that day. Ooh, I oh. almost have a, if she didn't kill someone, so they get yes. the ex-husband like that. It's not, no, don't get it, girl. So then, don't get it, girl. So then when she didn't return that evening, her family immediately is like, oh my God, the last person to see her was probably her ex-husband. They went to go look for her in the area that her car was supposed, you know, that she was supposed to be. And they ended up fighting her car with its contents being a bloodied young woman that looks nearly exactly like their daughter. That's bonkers. Like, it looks so much like her. Mm -hmm. (sighs) So because the car was registered in her name and her face, although it was really similar to begin with, had also been brutally disfigured, investigators basically had identified her to be Sheraban. Yeah. It's 2022, though. We could confirm this with DNA, right? Right. So, like, that was just the very beginning. They were like, we think it's this person. It was in her car. She was yeah. her ex-husband. Ex- like, obviously, there's some. There's already disputes going on in the family, you know. But they do this post-mortem examination and a DNA test and fingerprinting and obviously uncover oh, yeah. the true identity of the body. Fingerprinting, obviously. Easier than DNA. <laughs> also, obviously... She's not dead because she was spotted in a pizzeria in town. In town? After the fact. Like, she didn't even have the wit to, like, fucking leave town and not go into a public restaurant. Oh, my God. She got caught Jesus. by a fucking pizza. Door oh, just like Andrew Tate. <laughs> <laughs> so they get arrested. Sheraban and Shakir, friend or boyfriend or whatever he is to her. They're both friend. Friend. Yeah. But they have the um, last same initial, or they were they maybe related? They're both K's, but I mean, oh, if they could be related. Both of them, they're either related or they have the same. I mean, if they have the same, I mean, if they're like, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of similar K. There's a number of different K last, last names. names. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, okay. I just like to think friend, because honestly, don't do this for your sibling. Do this for someone that you're fucking. <laughs> That dip. Well, he's the one with the dick. That pussy. Well, we don't know that. Oh, the Germans are very private in how they're maintaining oh, that, uh, the whole investigation. That's the region. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> police say that several women that also bared her resemblance had been contacted by Sheraban. Oh God, how many were there? Right. So she was operating on lots of different social media sites under different names and aliases. Okay. Over a week before the murder had even taken place, promising them. Also, beauty products or whatever it else, whatever else it is that they seem to be interested in trying to get a meeting. But a lot of them were like, I don't trust anyone that I don't know on Insta kind of situation, right? Yeah. Which is the smart move, everyone. Yeah. Don't trust anyone. Yeah. Ever. Especially if they have a tattoo on their face. <laughs> or they seem to be really nice. Yeah. Don't trust them either. Or they bring you cheesecake unwarranted. Never trust an unwarranted <laughs> it's not your cheesecake. Birthday. <laughs> oh, You're a little God. drunk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my sentence again. <laughs> so it was already suspicious. They then figure out what she's trying to do is escape her life and blame it on the ex-husband, clearly, because they had kind of set him up by her texting her family, I'm going to go to visit him in this town and then leave the dead body that looks just like her in the town where she was supposed to be visiting him, where he lives. It doesn't sound like she has much follow-up to that plan, though. No. Because, like, she still no. has to have an identity that's yeah. different from the... Like, if you're not burning the car and, like, leaving part of you behind that they're going to test for DNA. Yes, 2022. Mm-hmm. It all- yeah, you need, like, an ID card to live in this world. She doesn't yeah. seem like she is on the wavelength you're to get a whole new persona. You're better off making yourself just go missing. Yeah. 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 Skip the middleman. Yep. Don't hurt anybody in order to hurt yourself. No. Just anyway. hurt yourself. <laughs> no. 
Oh, don't do that either. No. There are hotlines. Okay. So although they never found the weapon, the knife that was used to stab her, mm-hmm. the evidence is overwhelming and more than enough to show that they're the ones who did it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Investigations are ongoing. Witnesses are still needing to be interviewed, like the ones that identified them in the pizzeria the day after that, like, she supposedly had died. <laughs> It was her ghost getting pizza. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you're hungry, you're hungry. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's that story. Okay. And evidently, Germany has very good privacy laws for suspects' yeah. last names. Makes it hard to podcast. Good for yeah. them, though. I mean, yeah. uh, they're not all slapdashy like we are. I don't think I've ever <laughs> seen someone that I would say looks just like me. I don't think so either. I don't either. Have you seen someone who looks just like me? No. And then, like, she had several of them that she just found in Germany that she was emailing. Mm-hmm. I. Well, so, I mean, like, if they all have the same makeup, like, they're all very made up. Yeah. Oh. So it's like, if you're following the same trend in, like, makeup style and you have a similar face shape and nose or whatever okay. already, then, like, you know. Okay. Yeah. Makeup can do a lot of things. Because, like, literally, <laughs> this is funny. So I was, I was talking with Kirk while I was in the cubicles I think it was yesterday and like my mouse just kind of migrated because I'm like not paying attention and it scrolls down to like the bottom corner of my laptop when it like pops up like random news articles that I might be interested in and like I'm I never click on them because I'm just like I don't like to get my I news don't that use way, that which is basically yeah like yeah my laptop's Yahoo not my bullshit. news yeah yeah but the like the main thing like image that pops up is basically like this busty Kim Kardashian look <laughs> And it was like apparently her doppelganger was killed or died. Oh, because wow. I was like really recent, like this week. But I was like, oh, it's wait, Kim Kim K died. And it was like, no, Kim K's lookalike died. Oh, but it was like she looked exactly wow. like Kim Kardashian. So I'm like, okay, that happens because like she may not look like her in bone structure, but makeup is magic. It is. This so. is a sad story. She could have made a lot of money doing Kim K porn. Yeah, she might have. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. So, believe it or not, according to this article, scientists, whoever they are. Scientists? <laughs> scientists. What are those? Say that statistically, every person has roughly six doppelgangers out in the world. Wow. Wow. You're not special. <laughs> <laughs> You're really not. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I do love seeing, like, when people organically meet their doppelganger yeah. like there is a picture of these two dudes that were on a plane and they were flying somewhere. oh yeah like, i think they were both like irish or something like that but fuck man those two dudes they look like alike yeah. and they found each other on a plane and they weren't yeah. sitting next to each other either they were like they defined each other i think yeah like are you me what's happening hey you're in my seat you're me <laughs> wait what the fuck deja vu shit is going where on am here? i <laughs> You're like, I'm being replaced by a clone. Uh, yeah, basically. <laughs> then you just panic on a plane. Good times. I've done that. Panic on a plane. <laughs> Better than snake. Oil. A lot more people are in the same boat as me and have panicked on a plane. Sick and tired of this motherfucking plane. Panic. <laughs> on this panic. On this motherfucking plane. Okay. I have a third and final story. Okay. Even though doppelgangers typically are twos. This well, one is actually not like the other two. Apparently there's six of us everywhere. Yikes. Okay. I got more work to do then. Man, this chair is squeaky. I'm sorry. Wait, wait. Okay. In 1999, we're going a little further back in time. Than these like so stories. far back? Ugh, history. Ancient. I was eight. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm sorry. Eight? Jesus Christ. To be fair, I am the old fucking lady of this podcast. Yes, yes, I am. Eight? I, I'm in the middle. 99's my jam. All right. I was, I mean, I was too. I had a great entering year. eighth grade in 1999. I graduated in 2000. I was graduating. High school. Let me, let me just make sure <laughs> so what the listeners know. <laughs> okay, and I graduated high school in 2008. Okay. All right, so there's like this little four-step between us all. Yeah. It's not bad. Okay, so 1999, a man tries to steal a woman's purse outside a Walmart in the parking lot in Roland Park in Kansas. Okay. In, in, in. That's a lot of ins in that sentence. Sorry. <laughs> the woman fought back and held onto her purse, but the man made off with her cell phone. Ew. In 1999. In 1999, yeah. How big was, was that cell phone? Uh, Nokia. So you could put a snake <laughs> on it. Oh, yeah. It's the kind that was in the T-Rex's poop in Jurassic Park. <laughs> It yes. doesn't have all of, like, your credit card information and everything else no. that your current phone does. <laughs> okay. But the woman fell and scraped her knees, so because she was injured, the theft was classified as an aggravated <laughs> Well, fair enough. Fine. Eyewitnesses that were there identified the criminal as a light, light-skinned Hispanic or African-American man named Rick. They knew his name? He had... Wait, long what? hair pulled back. So this is in Kansas. Okay. In theory, it's a Walmart in Kansas where there's like probably a lot of people know each other. Okay. Goddamn Ricky. Or else he's like, I'm Rick. Give me your purse. <laughs> or everyone that's going to this Walmart in Kansas in Roland Park, like maybe they're frequenters and they kind of all know each other anyway. Maybe. Okay. I'm thinking of it as like, I don't know how big Roland Park is. I probably should have looked that up before this, but I'm assuming it's kind of one of those situations like maybe like a uh, Walmart in Dixon. I mean, I went to a Walmart. All the townies know each other. Oh, the townies do know each other, actually. Right? Yeah. So they're like, oh, it was Ricky. He had his long hair pulled back, blah, blah, blah. They just say it's Ricky. But, like, if they don't know his last name, oh, they just know his yeah. first name, right? That's fine. And, like, they describe him. Yeah, so yeah. they have a description. They have eyewitnesses. They have the aggra- aggravated robbery description. A witness wrote down the license plate number of the car involved in the robbery. And invest- investigators tracked down the driver of the car who led them to the house where Rick lived. Oh, hi, Rick. Fair. Oh, no. Then the driver went to the precinct where he looked through the booking photos of people with the name Richard and Rick that matched the description that the victim and security guard had given. Uh-huh. And the driver ID'd this man, Rick Jones, as the Rick that was seen. That's the blandest And so did name. the victim. Jones. Jones. The victim also identified him. And then in a preliminary hearing and later at trial. And so it moves on as such that at the time of the robbery. So Jones was apparently at his girlfriend's birthday party at the time. Okay. Where several guests had actually testified that they saw him there and that he had spent the entire time there. And the entire next day he was with his girlfriend watching movies and cleaning up after the party. Uh-huh. So he's got a solid alibi. Yeah. But it's all his friends and his, his girlfriend friends and all his that. Girlfriend, so you could throw some so sus jurors on that, might I be guess. like Yeah. Well as the defense on... the defense. 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 <laughs> right? Like I kinda wanna bring you know like the signs that say D yeah, and the, fence, the fence. Like that you hold in a crowd at a basketball game. Yes. I wanna bring one of those that to like a courtroom day. That needs to happen. <laughs> oh my god, that would be amazing. So yeah, he's got an alibi, but it doesn't, it's not as solid and it doesn't sway the but jury. But eyewitness. Right? Yeah. I mean, eyewitness it's worse. It's the worst. It's bad. It's so bad. Yeah. Everyone's got their biases. 
But Jones, Rick Jones, who had a prior criminal record, was convicted. Convicted. In an oven. (laughs) (laughs) Convicted. Convicted to death. Oh, God. He was convicted on the aggravated robbery charge and sentenced to 19 years in prison. Oh, no. Wow. That's a lot knowing that it was just a Nokia cell phone and she scraped her knees. A scraped knee, tried to steal a purse, and not even like he pushed her down. She just, she fell down trying to get her phone back. I mean, yeah. Oh, 19 years. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Rapists get less. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I mean, he, he had priors, so. Yeah. We don't know what those priors are necessarily. But. Yeah, but just sometimes when you're a dumb kid and you do stupid mm-hmm. shit, you have priors. Yep. For sure. Not that I would know. <laughs> Rick Jones appealed and lost. Aww. He then learned about the Midwest Innocence Project, which partners with the University of Kansas Project for Innocence. Okay. And so this team tracks down who they believe is probably the real Ricky. Okay. So these eyewitnesses in the Walmart parking lot are like, yeah, it was Rick. Yeah. Rich Rick. All right. Yeah. So the real Ricky, Ricky Lee Amos, looks oh. strikingly similar. This guy's also Rick? So I... Yeah, I actually have I have a, a PowerPoint slide to share. Oh, <laughs> yes, please. Instru- yes, instruct us. View. Wow. Oh, damn. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Especially same facial hair, similar thick short eyebrows. Yeah, similar nose ish shape, like also kind of curves slightly yep. to the left. Yep. And if you're seeing um, it from like a cut. across a parking lot, mm-hmm. and then also the fact that if even if they had his name is Rick. Yeah, so it's like oh, it was Rick, and they're like they're not wrong. Holy moly, it's bad. It's the wrong Rick. I did spend five minutes before we recorded this trying to find my glasses because I did not have my glasses on. So I would just straight up refuse to be an eyewitness because I, yeah. I just don't think well, I... Just be like, I, I don't well, know. But you wouldn't be a credible eyewitness anyway. So oh, would take they would. Stand and be like, what's your prescription? Okay, cool. Blind. <laughs> yeah. That that would all be all they need to know is like, you can't see? Cool. Great, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe they're both named Rick. That's really throwing they're me. They're both named Rick. They have very similar skin tones. They have the identical facial hair and hairstyles with, like, the braids kind of, like, back down the back. And across the parking lot to me, they look the same blob to me. Yep. (laughs) So they find Ricky Lee Amos. They're like, it's got to be this guy. (laughs) Yeah. The information was presented to the eyewitnesses who then, when they're shown the mugshots of the two men, would be like, wait, which one did I say? The fuck? (laughs) Right. Like, I don't even know which one I had said. Did they think there's, like, just one Ricky, but they've been talking to two Rickies this whole time? Oh, my God. Would that not be hilarious? <laughs> oh be God. like, don't you remember the conversation we had last week, Rick? <laughs> it's like identical <laughs> twins. And you don't know there's a twin involved, and you just keep... <laughs> oh. Wow. Oh, shit. So, they could no longer definitely say that Jones, Rick Jones, was <laughs> no. the robber. And a judge tossed out his conviction and freed him from prison June 8th, 2017. <gasps> no way. Almost his entire sentence. You have to be able to sue. He's got to get some sort of compensation. Not enough. So, unfortunately, too, the statute of limitations on the crime has now passed. They so can't if there even was a case, Ricky. they can't charge Ricky Amos. Ricky Amos is one lucky son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Fuck. So in addition to a declaration. Ricky? Could he, like, a civil suit? Um, I don't know if he has recourse against. I don't know if Ricky has any 
other Ricky has any money, I'd sue the state. Yeah, yeah. so it's kind of hard to collect against someone who has been like a career criminal trying to make ends meet. Sure. But could you civilly sue instead of criminally sue the state? I don't know. Just, don't know. just to bother him, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't make you miserable because I was miserable for that moment. Yeah, dude. Yeah. What the fuck? Ah. Uh... Even if you're not going to get money, you could still get like his paychecks garnished like, you know, a mm-hmm. stupid amount. Mm-hmm. 69 yeah. cents. <laughs> it's like ridiculous though because I could see a situation where Ricky, who's not a criminal's friends, did lie about it, his alibi. Sure. Like that's a yeah. total possibility. Yeah. That could have yeah. happened. Be like, oh yeah, my friend Hannah, she was definitely at my house. What did you do? <laughs> <laughs> Don't fucking ask. <laughs> Just destroy my hard drive. <laughs> So I could see that also not being, like, sus as well. Uh, alas. Poor Ricky. Poor Ricky, though. That sucks. Slash very lucky Ricky, depending on which Ricky you are. Yeah. Yeah. In addition to a declaration of innocence and 1.1 million. I want, which is I want not, more. It's not enough. Yeah. Question. 65000 for each year of his imprisonment. Do you think mm, they tax enough. that? Yeah. They probably yeah. do. No. They probably fucking but do. He probably got, like, 400000 that sucks. Yeah. No, I'd be like, give me a million per year for the rest of my life, bitch. Untaxed. Yeah. <laughs> I lived on your hospitality. I'm not paying I my to taxes. Be a prisoner convicted of sorry, pushing a lady down. Skinning her knees. And her skinning her knee, yeah. Like a like a third grader. <laughs> Taking a phone out of her hand, she got startled and fell. And I didn't even do lot. that. Yeah. She tripped on her own. He also sought an expungement of arrests and convictions related to his case, waiver of tuition and fees for a college education. You should get that. And education assistance for his two daughters, healthcare benefits, counseling, destruction of biological samples associated with his case, and compensation for attorney's fees. Okay. And then Alice Craig, the lead attorney with the Innocence Project who worked to free Jones, said that at the time of the release that Jones had no ill will towards Amos, which good on him. I would be pissed. I don't know what I would be, to be honest, because I didn't know he even existed. No, but even if you didn't know that he existed when when he was released because he knew he's released because they had the wrong guy the whole time and this guy- Amos- got away with it and you went away because you looked similar. And they were in the like, same community. Amos probably heard about it. Yeah. There was less than 7,000 people in that town. Yeah. That's why they knew them by name in the Walmart parking lot. Except yeah. they didn't know there was, they knew two Rickies, but. But it took them, wait, almost 18 years to fucking find the other Ricky. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to say anything bad about Kansas, but goddamn Kansas. <laughs> the fuck? Okay, thank God for the Kansas Innocent Project, I guess. Yes. Yeah. But thank Jesus you. fucking Christ. So, but I feel like I recently listened to a podcast. Shoot, what was it? Criminal. Okay. okay. But it was an older episode. Essentially, this man had been locked away for something that he didn't do. And he was actually under police custody at the time of a murder. Oh my God. And like the police lied and said, actually, no, he wasn't in our custody at this time, just so that they could put it on him. And he was 16. That's why you can't oh, trust no. so, ACAB, my friends. Yeah. So then when he got out, he got millions, plural. Well, yeah. you had to get through the whole police department. Too. Yeah. Like, yeah. we'll say I can see not 100% believing innocent Ricky's alibi, especially if it's presented in a certain way by the prosecution sure. or the defense. Because 100%, yeah. I would lie for you. <laughs> so, I know I'm a piece of shit. So, 
So is everyone else, right? Yeah. And as a jury, though, you wouldn't, like, that wouldn't be your natural be like, there's someone who looks exactly oh, like yeah. you did this. Whose name is also Ricky. Know. Doppelganger is not my, like, first jump. Right. And it's like, and the Your eyewitnesses were very That's what you look like. We're very like certain that they saw this guy and it probably came across. I mean, I'm not trying to apologize for what happened because it <laughs> fucking sucks, but I can see how it happens because of just how we're all a bunch of dumbass human beings. Yeah. Well, that's why eyewitness testimony should not be Yeah. valid. Mm-hmm. Like, why is eyewitness testi- testimony valid when like a fucking lie detector test isn't even? And that's more that's more science. Honestly, like, a lie like you're detector looking at heart rate might- and actual measurements of things. A lie detector is probably it still sucks. It's probably more accurate though on the majority of the population than not. Yeah, sociopaths mm-hmm. and psychopaths can pass. When it. you don't have any empathy, it's a problem. But, but most yeah. criminals aren't sociopaths or psychopaths. They're just not good people. So I think you'll yeah. still catch a lot of them with a lie detector. But like, yeah, eyewitness. I've lived my whole life not being able to see, so I don't have very much confidence in eyes. I don't have good confidence in bias, too, because, like... Well, the thing about this, they weren't wrong, though. The eyewitnesses were not wrong. Yeah, they look very similar. I would have... I would definitely have trouble. But, like, I know for a fact, too... Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Ah. I mean, even if standing right next to them, Ah. if they're moving and in a struggle, it's like, that looks like Ricky. Oh, yeah. That is Ricky. And you're distracted because, like, this woman's purse is getting stolen, too, so you have all this other stuff to look at. Like, they do... They... Honestly, yeah. this is like when the eyewitnesses were not really wrong, but they were wrong, and it's just a whole fucking can of worms. I mean, yeah. even if it was a camera. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I think even if they had like, yeah, the parking if lot had like surveillance or something, person, I think yeah. they would still probably have convicted him. Yep. Because Doppelganger is just such a one in a million. You can't argue that in court. No. And your defense. Wait, is it one in a billion if there's six of them and we're about six billion on the planet? Actually, Eight yeah. Billion. <laughs> Even more. But, like, even with the camera defense and his only... Ricky, the innocent defense, is, like, his friends. The camera makes it worse. Like, having actual hard evidence makes it worse almost. Oh, my God. This is a fucking disaster. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I brought. (laughs) Thank you for this fucking disaster. (laughs) I love it, though. Doppelgangers are so interesting. I could do some astrology if you'd like some. I am not prepared. There's actually a lot of stuff going on this week, so I'm Oh, no. Are they good? Not really. Fuck. Can I only hear the good ones? Cherry pick. (laughs) Cherry pick the good ones, please. I just, I don't, I can't, I can't know what days to avoid because I can't avoid any days. Okay, well, I'll just, I'll read through this and give you some good news. So, this episode should air if uh, your editor could get her life together. We're gonna blame Donut Or just take a nap again. No, if the episode doesn't come out, it's Donut's fault. Yes, just blame Donut. Just in general. Donut strikes again. So, this should air on Monday, May 1st, and then... I would also like to say happy second birthday to TCT because we have <gasps> May's third birthday. Oh. Oh, so our little birthday. Taurus podcast. We're in our terrible twos now, so that's probably why. That might be why we're having a lot of trouble right now. Yeah, we're having tantrums. <laughs> we need lots of time uh, off and naps and timeouts. and <laughs> So many times that time out. Timeouts. I can't talk. Jesus. I don't think any of us can no, we're, anymore. We're not here for talking. It's a podcast. 
but Monday, May 1st, Pluto is going to go into retrograde in Aquarius. So it's going to be in this for about a month. So this is a time to reflect on what you've learned and experienced. Okay. And then to look forward to how you're going to prepare for the next decade. <laughs> it's Pluto. No pressure. Pluto's going to Aquarius, I'm assuming, after this, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so I guess Pluto had been in Pisces for 12 years, the last 12 years or so. So there yeah. is some reflection to be made. I made a bunch of mistakes. <laughs> so uh, maybe I'll try not I'll, I'll try not to do that. <laughs> yeah. And then also on May 1st, Juno, which we know is one of the Ooh. amazing asteroids out there. Ass news! Wait, Juno's an asteroid? Yeah. Yeah. I'm losing my mind. Juno enters Gemini, and this lovely asteroid is going to be in a very, like, good place with the very witty Gemini. So the next few weeks are going to be a really good time to, like, talk about things with your friends and family. Well, not necessarily feelings, but just communicate to, Mm. like, to encourage your own happiness. Does that make sense? I can do that. It also sounds like yeah. a very good time to be a stand-up comedian. Witty. It be. But it is also marking a retrograde, so maybe it just balances it out to normal. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not, though. <laughs> okay, so Tuesday, May 2nd, Palace. Ah, palace cat! <gasps> palace cats! I need a Palace cat shirt. Yes, you do. I will see Aww. if I can find you one. I have a lot of cat shirts, so that would fit the theme. I'm very good at finding novelty t-shirts. Perfect. Or making them. Yes, or making them. Yes, perfect. (laughs) So Palace Center's Leo, and it really, like, gets that boost of, like, courage and strength during this time. This is actually a great time to be a stand-up comedian. You're witty. You want to go on the stage. You feel confident. But just... Be careful, though, because you don't want too much drama. So there's, like, just a caveat there. Not, like, super bad, but just, like, be aware of that. And then on Thursday, May 4th, Venus in Gemini will be square with Neptune. Which squares are usually bad, but wait. It's a really good day for us to set up our personal emotional boundaries with others. Oh, I already have walls. Thank you. (laughs) There you go. But for those of us who maybe don't or let them down from time to time. (laughs) Capricorn. It's a really good day to focus on that. So you can keep kind of some of that toxicity out of your life. As as a Pisces, as an identifying Pisces, my boundaries are shit. My boundaries (laughs) are like the two foot picket fence that you keep puppies in when you're like a... A little farm and, and then they they're very cute and jump over and you're yep. like oh but you're so cute good job and as a mostly earthy bitch with a scorpio venus you gotta freaking they're so high now compound, like they're higher than they ever were 20 foot cement block i just wall. make them higher every time because nothing fucking works fortress tourette there's definitely guns they also tourette because they say fuck you fuck you fuck you <laughs> <laughs> Apparently we've been drinking. Uh, 
Oh, Venus and Gemini is going to be sextile with Jupiter in Aries. So sextile is just mm. that 60 degree aspect. So this is a really great day to have a ton of fun and take some risks. Thursday. So, Thursday. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. I don't. Yeah. What I do on Thursday is usually record this podcast. Well, there you go. We'll take some risks with our 100 episode. Uh, episode. <laughs> episode. Episode script. Which... Okay, anyways, and then let's see, Friday, May 5th, Cinco de Mayo, which is also, I get to go and have a girls' night with one of my coworkers, which I'm super excited about. We're going to have tacos and queso mm-hmm. and queso. drinks, and then she's got a Rottweiler, and I love Rottweilers, and so I get to go snuggle her Rottweiler, Aww, and then we're going to play games and, and just have a really nice evening, a free drunk spirit if you will but (laughs) ah that's so fun (laughs) so but we're also going to get a full moon lunar eclipse in scorpio oh oh oh, friends oh friends energies are a little unpredictable oh friends (laughs) don't jump to any conclusions conflict could be easy to start oh yes so just like be aware of that but it in my case I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a great you're gonna time. have a great time a Scorpio full moon eclipse is a lot of energy I'm gonna be drunk so it just doesn't matter I'm gonna be hanging out with the cats I'll be fine maybe I'll get into a fight with Morris <laughs> like I said this is a very asteroidy week if that's a word so series Pussy. goes direct into Virgo <laughs> which is a cat. God damn it. <laughs> so this is it's actually going to be a really great time for us to like kind of take care of ourselves take care of our health yeah fuck yeah fuck yeah start some new routines maybe do something to be a little bit more productive with our lives so saturday is going to be a good day to kind of figure that out self-care and then sunday may 7th venus enters the sign venus is fucking busy she getting around fuck you so much emotion (laughs) no so, so much. I don't have time for that. Actually, I so have nothing but time emotion. now, but no. God damn, it sounds so nice. It is It is very nice to be here. Oh. We're going to be very, like, sentimental and sweet, but we're also going to be, like, super, like, I do not need to get sentimental. Uh, I'm always upset when I'm sentimental. <laughs> Anyways, we're doing great. That's your weekly ass news, folks. Ass news. A lot of ass moving around in that one. Calm your tits, but okay. Well, friends, none of you have reached out as of yet, so... No free plants for Are you. Are we friends? Whatever. <laughs> if you do... I'm gonna have to cut all of that. <laughs> if you do want to reach out to us, you can find us on Twitter at True Trine, on Instagram at True Crime Trine, Facebook at TCT Podcast. You can always email us directly at truecrimetrine at gmail.com. And then you can check out our website, www.truecrimetrine.com. We would love to hear from anyone, please. Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> that went way good, guys. Way good. Bye. Awesome. Music for our podcast was handcrafted by the talented and creative minds of Mike Warren and Pete Ortega. 
our artwork was imagined and skillfully designed by the lovely Sarah Guest. As for production, well, they call me post-production. Show notes are available upon request. Just email truecrimetrine at gmail.com. Join us again next week for another tantalizing episode.